Hello, my beautiful people. Welcome back to another episode of the Love Queendom. Today, we are going to be diving into part five of my twin flame journey. And um, just to keep you guys, you know, updated on the timelines of when I'm recording this and stuff like that. Today is Wednesday, October 25th, 2023. And um, don't kill me, you guys. Okay, please don't kill me. But we're stretching this series a little bit more because everything is getting a little bit too long. Okay, so episode five was originally going to be about the karmics. And then I was going to switch it to do um, tarot and synchronicities and then do the karmic stuff. But that would have made the episode like two hours long talking about tarot and synchronistic stuff in the same episode. So what I'm going to do is um, in this episode, okay, this part five is going to be about like signs and synchronicities, um, angel numbers, and some other kind of like esoteric aspects of my journey, okay? Then part six is going to be all about the tarot readings. Part seven will be about the karmics, okay? Both my twin flames karmic partners and my karmic partners okay because there were there are things that came out in the tarot readings you know that were kind of revealed in real life um after i had conversations with one of my twin flames karmic partners so i think like from a timeline perspective it sort of makes sense to do it in this order but i know that i was making promises <laughs> so i apologize for that um but i hope that once you guys listen to the full journey, that everything will sort of make sense for you. And, you know, you will understand, A, that I'm not crazy. B, that if you're having a similar experience, you're not crazy. Um, okay. And C, that all of this will help you to, like, find a healthy way to integrate your own experience. Um and learn how to stabilize yourself, ground yourself, you know, evolve energetically and move up to a higher timeline, embody a higher version of yourself. Because at the end of the day, you know, for me, this is really what this journey of life on earth is all about. Okay, so let's dive in to part five of my twin flame journey. But first, okay, if you're new here, welcome to the love queendom okay this is a space of love and joy and peace and abundance and all the good things and here at the love queendom we talk about spiritual ascension and how to create your own reality so now let's get into it okay um today's episode part five of my twin flame journey i'm going to talk about um you know how this journey is really um, just a way for the divine to expand your par paradigm. It's almost like a spiritual initiation, okay? That is the best way to put it. So I just want to take a step back for a moment on, you know, all of the stuff that I've been talking about unfolding on my twin flame journey and bring it back to the spiritual stuff, okay? Because again, I don't want people getting lost in this thinking that oh like I'm just talking about you know toxic relationship drama and that's all that this is no okay we have to understand this is the purpose of this experience all of our experiences okay once you really start waking up it's to understand 
why am I experiencing the things that I am experiencing? Okay. And how do I stop experiencing the undesirable things that I've been experiencing? Okay. So this is a way to initiate you into that higher way of being. Okay. This, um, this idea that we are moving past living unconsciously, okay, from our programming. And we're understanding that number one, you know, we are in a holographic simulation illusion, okay, your body is an avatar for you to experience stuff in the simulation, okay. And your body is programmed, okay, it runs programs. And those programs determine what you are able to experience in the simulation, okay, and how your reality is unfolding in the simulation is based on how your avatar is programmed, okay? So the idea is that if you can move into a higher way of thinking and being, you know, and and you fully kind of integrate this information and you understand um, this, uh, you begin to learn how to live from this higher knowing, you know, you can start to reprogram yourself, right? You can reprogram your body to align with the experiences that you desire. That is the whole point, right? And another point of this too is that in shifting your paradigm beyond just looking at the world as like a 3D physical experience where everything is separate from you, you also begin to learn how to problem solve from a 5D perspective, okay? And that means that Whatever you're seeing in your 3D physical reality is somehow a reflection of your energetic state and possibly, you know, the energetic state of other people in your reality as well. Okay. I shouldn't say possibly. That is actually what it is. Okay. Um, So when you're encountering problems, you know, okay, there is some kind of energetic reason behind this because the energetic precedes the physical. So you're not just running around in the 3D, living from the same energy, trying to have different experiences like everybody else, and only being able to, you know, run around in the same energy, you are actually understanding that in order for me to change my experiences in a real tangible way, I have to shift myself energetically, I have to change myself energetically, okay. And this means that you know, I'm I'm not just, um, again, running around in the 3D thinking that, okay, you know, I'm going to move to this person and then I'm going to have a better relationship, but I haven't cleared or healed any of the stuff going on within me. So I would have inevitably drawn myself to another partner who I can just replay my imprints with to some degree, right? So this is the idea behind this experience. And I just wanted to reiterate that before I kind of go back into, um, you know, talking about all the things that have been unfolding on my twin flame journey, because at the end of the day, you know, for me, like what this platform is about, what this experience is about for me is really that um, expansion of consciousness and, you know, evolution of the mind and like the mental framework that I'm using to navigate my human experience, okay? And this is what I wish for everyone that engages with my content. Um, So that's the idea, okay? Now, as we shift back into, um, you know, the story of my twin flame journey, 
What I want to say as well, you know, tying into this is that when you look at the events that unfolded in part four of this journey, okay, where um, everything felt bad between me and my twin when we were trying to, you know, rekindle our relationship again, he was dealing with someone else and then he ended up abandoning me for her. All of this stuff is a reflection of the energetic imprints that were operating within me, within my twin, okay? And even within the karmics as well, okay? These are, you know, energetic imprints of like fear, low self-worth, you know, not feeling good enough, not feeling worthy. And what happens when you are in these energies, okay, that are very distorted and, yeah, distorted, you know, they... I was going to say they don't feel good, which is also true, okay? But really distorted is the, the word that I'm looking for here. When you're in a distorted energy, what happens is that you will be unable to align your intention with the actions that you need to take in order to fulfill those um, intentions. Does that make sense? Yeah, you will be unable to align your actions with your intention. That's what I wanted to say, Okay. And this is because, you know, what happens is that your inner self, right, like your heart, your soul, who you really are, will have an intention to do something, okay? Like in this case, my twin and I both had an intention of having a healthy, loving relationship with each other. But what happened? We weren't able to do it because the programming didn't allow us to, okay? Our bodies were not programmed to have a healthy, um, loving, stable relationship, you know? I was imprinted with certain things that did not make that possible for me. This is automatic. This is subconscious. It's not something that you can just, um, like, override, really. The same was true for him, okay? And as I said, the same is true for the karmics as well, but we'll get into that later. So this is really the crux of it, you know? It's like, you can only act from your programming, which means that you can only have experiences in the simulation that are compatible with your programming. So I became aware of this when I had my awakening. But the thing is that my twin was not aware of this, okay? So he was basically just running around um, acting from his programming. And all of this, you know, uh, culminated in some very painful experiences for me, but they also culminated in painful experiences for him too, okay? Because what actually happens is like when you're in distorted programs, you do a lot of things that you don't really want to do. Like, you know, you engage in a lot of um, self-sabotaging behavior oftentimes because of fear and stuff like that. And so it really kind of like prevents you from being able to live the highest version of yourself, experience your highest timeline, um, and live the life that you are truly desiring to live in your heart, okay? And this is where most of humanity is actually stuck, okay? They are stuck being slaves to the programs that have been imprinted onto them from their childhood and from experiences that they have accumulated through their lives. And because they don't know how to clear out their energy body, they're stuck living from these programs. And a lot of times these programs are undesirable programs. And so they are like, it's like almost there's like an invisible wall around them, preventing them from 
being able to break free and do the things that they really want to do, you know, live the life that they really want to live and be free. Okay. They are confined by their programming. And so this is what was going on, you know, between me and my twin. And that's why, you know, things didn't work out. Like I spoke to you guys about how there were sexual energy transfers that took place between my twin and I, but even before that happened, okay. Like when I met my twin and we were having our matrix dating and honeymoon phase, you know, even the programs that I was in at that time, the energetic state that I was in at that time was still not capable of having the kind of relationship that I really wanted to have, you know, which is why up until that point in my life, even though that was my intention with, uh, you know, other partners as well, even before I met my twin, it never really manifested for me. You know what I mean? So my twin just helped me to see that in a very like aggressive and painful way. Um, and I feel that his experiences are meant to reveal that to him as well. Um, but, you know, whether or not someone really takes that step back to heal and make changes, you know, it's it's an individual thing, right? Like, I don't fully know at this point in time, you know, like where his mind has been, you know, in terms of understanding all of his experiences. I genuinely don't think that, you know, he's having the same awakening so to speak, as I am, if that makes sense. Um, but yeah, like I said, you know, I became aware of all this stuff. And so my awareness of why everything was happening that was happening uh, is really what carried me through, you know, my healing and integration phase, you know, that I detailed in part four, you know, it's like, it kind of um, takes the edge off the pain when you know why you're going through it, you know, it's like, I could just look at my twin and I could see like, okay, this is why he's doing what he's doing, you know? Um, and also like coming into this knowing, it also helped me to align myself with, you know, finding modalities, you know, that helped me to heal myself energetically, right? Because it's like, once you fully understand the root cause of your problem, why wouldn't you fix it? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if you stay stuck in a 3D um, level of consciousness, when you go through a painful experience, I don't want to say that it's impossible for you to heal from that experience. But I will say that oftentimes, the modalities that you will gravitate towards to help you heal may not actually help you heal you know like what it will do was maybe is maybe kind of like help you to rationalize the experience enough to the point where you've tricked yourself into thinking that you've healed but you haven't actually cleared out like the dense emotional feelings and patternings that caused you to experience that in the first place do you know understand what i'm trying to say um and so my expanded awareness sort of helps me do that um and, you know, the thing is, is that I didn't exactly know, like, what the outcome would be um, in terms of, you know, engaging in all of this, like, energy healing modalities and stuff like that, right? Like, for example, I wasn't sure if it would heal my twin, too, because that was stuff that I talked about, you know, people say, right? But at the end of the day, in terms of helping me feel better and clearing out those um, distorted patterns within me... Um, it worked, you know, the energy healing stuff absolutely worked. Um, so like I said, 
I'm just stating all of this stuff, you know, as a reminder that even though all of this just looks like a dramatic, you know, toxic love <laughs> triangle drama, you know, what is actually happening is that people are unable to align their actions with their intentions because their programming is not allowing them to, okay? And so, as I said, you know, this journey is all about understanding this and beginning to apply this knowledge to wipe the bad programming so that we can move into the experiences that we desire. Um, And what I will say is that, you know, this negative programming, the distorted programs, has to be wiped on both sides, okay? So this is why I'm still in separation from my twin, because he is still unhealed and unstable, okay? Which is something that we're both aware of, okay? So um, it doesn't change how we feel about each other, you know, in terms of how much we love each other. Um, It's just that in terms of his energetic state of his body and the energetic state of my body, we're not able to be in a harmonious relationship together because energetically there's like a a mismatch, right? It's like, I'm stable, you're unstable. It doesn't really work. So um, that's something that we're working on though, you know, and I'll talk more about that in later episodes. Um, But I just wanted to kind of give that explanation and tie everything back together. So um, now what I want to talk about is some of the like signs and synchronicities that I started experiencing and seeing that really helped me to also kind of confirm that I was having like a deeply spiritual, like transformative experience and that this wasn't just like an ordinary breakup or something like that, right? Um, So the first thing that I'll say I really started noticing was the angel numbers. I mean, actually, before that, I will say, you know, the dreams, you know, like my premonition kind of dreams that I had before everything unfolded, that was also a sign. But I think the angel numbers was almost like um, really a confirmation for me. Obviously, you know, like I talk about how my third eye opened as well, and I was having an altered perception of reality. That's another one, too. But here, I just want to kind of point uh, point out more like the signs and synchronicities about, you know, like the twin flame journey type of stuff and knowing that I was on the right track by taking the steps to like heal myself and try to get myself to a place where um, I was able to re um, realign with my twin, right? So I remember there was a day where... Um, I was reading an article and talking about, you know, signs that you're having a spiritual awakening, okay? Because if you're having a spiritual awakening, like you're going to be Googling what the hell is going on with me. So I guess, I don't know exactly what I was searching for, but that is basically what came up at the time is, you know, signs that you're having a spiritual awakening. And so um, one of the signs talks about seeing angel numbers. And I remember... Uh, reading it and thinking to myself, like, I don't believe in that. Like, I've never seen that before. That's not a real thing. Okay. Um, And then immediately after I closed that article, I went on Snapchat and I was just looking at random people's stories on Snapchat. You know, I do follow like some influencers and celebrities as well, just like random people that I enjoy kind of vicariously living through them in their reality that I will never be part of. 
Um, and I don't want to be a part of it. It's just like entertainment for me, you know? So it was interesting that all of a sudden these people are posting 11-11. And I, I literally, it was like I was taken aback, you know? It's like I immediately felt it and I knew that it was a sign and it was almost like the universe was showing me this is real. You know, don't discount the angel numbers. This is a real way that the universe speaks to you when you're having a spiritual awakening. And I was just like, oh my God, okay. I accept it. You know, it's like I, you feel it and you know when it is a sign, when it is a synchronicity, it doesn't feel random. You know, it's like you have this gut knowing that, yes, this is a sign. And there were definitely also times when I would see repeating numbers and like it meant absolutely nothing to me, you know, because it wasn't necessarily a sign for me in any particular way, right? So it's not every time that you see, you know, 222 that it means something. No, it's just, you know, like, you know when it is, right? Like, for example, when I first saw the angel numbers, like I said, I was looking for signs that you're having a spiritual awakening, I didn't believe in the angel numbers, but then boom, it shows up in my face to show me that, yes, this is a real sign that you're having a spiritual awakening. And guess what? You are having a spiritual awakening. That's why you're seeing it now. So um, I think that this is kind of how it works. You know, it's like when you need the sign, the sign will be given to you. When you don't need the sign, you either won't see anything or even if you don't if you do see something you're not going to feel any kind of confirmation from it you know um so that was the first one and i would see it you know at different points in my journey um like for example right now do i still see a lot of angel numbers not really you know i don't really see them as much and um i was mostly seeing them like in the let's say in the first uh, maybe year or even like year and a half of my healing, but definitely the bulk of me seeing this and feeling that, yes, this is a sign to keep going was within the first year, year and a half of my healing and integrating everything and stuff like that. Um, But now that I'm a lot more stable and, you know, I'm kind of like, I feel like I'm on my highest timeline. I'm pretty aligned to that. Um, I'm, I don't really see angel numbers anymore. You know, there's nothing it's, I don't need guidance (laughs) to be going in a particular direction, if you will. Um, okay. So let's talk about some other synchronicities that I came across. Now, honestly, you guys, there was like so many, okay. Like too many. Um, but I'm just going to share a few that really, um, stuck out to me and are kind of like almost undeniable, you know? So... The first one is um, some esoteric things happening in my closet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so after my awakening, I started noticing that at nighttime, sometimes during the day as well, but mostly in the middle of the night, I would hear like banging from coming from the inside of my closet door. Okay. And it was like, really loud like it was a noticeable like knock you know and it was like a knock where it's like I'm knocking like like that kind of sound okay now 
I have a sliding closet door. So there is nothing inside of my closet that would make that type of noise. Um, And I remember when I would first hear it, I don't know why for some reason I would just ignore it. Like, I'm just like, la la la, I'm not going to let this bother me. Um, And then the way that I knew this was like either my higher self or my guides trying to talk to me and, you know, get my attention was that um, there was a day. So what I would do periodically, you know, once I started um, learning about how to use the affirmations to sort of heal your subconscious mind, what I started doing as well was listening to affirmations about like manifesting a specific person. And I even would make like custom tracks about manifesting my specific person. And I think all of the times where I would hear the banging, it was when I was doing that. Okay. And so it was almost like my guides or my higher self were trying to tell me this is not what you're supposed to be doing. Okay. If you align yourself to manifesting an unhealthy person into your life, you have to be in an unhealthy energy and you don't want to be in that energy, right? You want to pull yourself out of that energy so that you can be healthy and then that person also has to get pulled out of the unhealthy energy too. So it was kind of like I was working backwards is what was going on, okay? I I figured it out, but literally, you guys, it took my closet actually collapsing in the middle of the night, okay? And like me having like a sleep paralysis vision, to wake me up to the fact that, oh my God, okay, this is the wrong thing to be doing. So what happened was, like I said, I would hear the banging on my closet. I was ignoring it. Then, like I said, whenever I would listen to these affirmations where I was trying to manifest my specific person, you know, my twin, um, I started noticing like, yeah, banging on my closet. And then um, my closet started breaking. Okay, now it was already kind of like struggling. So again, I didn't think anything of it. Um, But there was one night where my closet completely collapsed. Okay, again, I woke up and I was I was frightened, but I was like, whatever, my closet was collapsing anyways, ignored it. The same night I went back to sleep, listening to those affirmations again, trying to manifest my twin. And then I woke up but I was in sleep paralysis. Okay. And while I was in this sleep paralysis, there was a cat that walked through my bedroom door and it wasn't a normal looking cat. It was like a big, it was, it was kind of like a tall cat that had really big paws and the face of the cat almost looked more like, I don't want to say like a lynx or something, but It wasn't a normal cat. And also the pattern on the body of the cat was like a Dalmatian, you know, like a Dalmatian dog. So it was the body of the cat was white and it had black um, spots on it. Right. So it wasn't a normal cat. And then it walked into my room and jumped on my bed on top of me. And it was looking down at me and it was looking down at me with like a very scolding type of look like, bitch, what the fuck are you doing? Okay, so I woke up from that knowing that, okay, this is not what I'm supposed to be doing, you know? And again, at the time, 
see, the thing about all of these synchronicities is that it's sometimes hard to know, like even when you see an angel number or something like that, right? It's sometimes hard to know, like, what is this actually a sign for, right? So initially the banging on my closet, I wasn't cluing into why I was hearing it. You know, I wasn't seeing that it was coinciding with something specific that I was doing that was wrong. Um, So it literally took, you know, like I said, maybe my guides or my ancestors or whoever that was coming into my room, jumping on my bed and being like, stop what you're doing right now. You know, it's like telepathically, that was the message that I was feeling from them. Um, So yeah, so that definitely was some sort of, you know, weird spiritual experience that was going on while I was healing and, you know, while I was trying to manifest my twin back and whatever, you know, at that time, I was definitely still in a lower energetic state. And there was still a very strong um, longing, you know, to be back with my twin and everything like that. But as I said, I, I kind of figured out, you know, with time that it's not that you're not supposed to be with this person. It's that the way that you're trying to manifest the situation is wrong, right? You have to be in a healthy energy and a stable energy. And that person also has to be as well in order for you guys to have the kind of relationship that you want, okay? So the emotional and the energetic healing and clearing needs to take place fully and completely. And you should not be in a state where you're trying to manifest someone from a place of neediness, longingness, desperation, right? I spoke about some of the other manifestation coaches that I was listening to that were also helping me on my healing journey. And they talk about this too, right? But you know, the thing is when you are in that separation pain from your twin and you're really struggling, like you just want to do anything to get back to your twin. Like that's just how you're feeling. And so you're going to be, even if you know, like, okay, I'm spiritually awakened now, so I should be doing, you know, energy stuff. You're going to be trying to do things that get you, get you to the end that you want so badly, which is union with your twin. Okay. So this is what I was doing at the time. Um, but again, it was the wrong approach. I learned the hard way. So don't do that. Um, what else happened? Oh, yes. Let's talk about the manifestations that manifested during our separation to date. Okay. So remember, I spoke to you guys about how a large part of my spiritual journey was also kind of like, um, it had to do with manifestation, but it was also like, almost a way to evolve the way that I manifest by exposing my mind to this concept of everything being energetically connected in a more profound and real way. And learning how to shift my energy to like pull myself up to higher timelines and create new realities and blah, 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 right? So from the very beginning of when I had my separation with my twin, I was trying to manifest that he would leave the first karmic partner that he had abandoned me for, okay? Which he did, okay? And I was also manifesting her deleting certain pictures from her Instagram, which she did, And it's so funny because for the longest time, I told you guys this in like episode four or three, I don't even remember where, you know, I was stalking the karmic and I was just, you know, spiraling. And one of the things that I was constantly checking on her page was like, 
is this picture that she had taken, I know specifically to spite me, where she was in his house, you know, is it still there? You know, and I would keep checking to see if it was still there. And I would just like spiral every time I would see it, you know, eventually I started feeling better about it and it it was bothering me less and less. But then there were also other pictures that she started posting as well. And once again, you know, those pictures were really to taunt me. Uh, Some of them, you know, they were on her feed and they had like captions that were directed at me. Okay. So I was like, no, 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 no. This is not how my reality is going to go. Okay. He's going to leave your ass. Number one. Okay. I'm manifesting that. And number two, you're going to delete Okay, all these pictures, you're going to delete one by one. You're going to be deleting them, okay? And you will be disgraced for thinking that you can disgrace me in that kind of way. So I'm very glad that those manifestations actually occurred. And you know what? Initially, I was only trying to manifest her deleting that one, you know, picture that had really, really triggered me. Um, but she ended up deleting a whole bunch of other stuff too, that also had to do with my twin. And it just, it was like, wow, you guys, it was, it was really a wow. Okay. But we're not done because there's still a few things on her page that I'm like, you need to, you're going to get rid of this. Okay. Um, but like I said, I was also manifesting him leaving her, which he did. Okay. I was like, this relationship is not going to go anywhere. It's not going to last. And I remember um i started doing a new affirmation track where i was dissolving like blocks to my manifestations and stuff i think it's in the ascension program i'll double check but it was after i started listening to that particular affirmation track that i started having this you know real feeling of release and like i just know that this is gonna end soon i just know it's gonna end soon you know this was like the summer of um 2022 last year I was just like I can't you know this can't go on this can't continue and I feel like at that time the whole time he was with the karmic I do feel like I was very energetically tied to him and I could feel the ups and downs in their relationship as well and so whenever they would break up I would have some relief and release and then when they would get back together I would just have this like heightened sense of like adrenaline rush and fear and all this stuff right and so it was just not a good time and so when I was just like really like no this is not going to last like this is going to end and eventually it did you know he broke away from her and not only did he break away from her um but at that time he even like followed me back on Instagram and I could tell that he was like he had been stalking me and probably trying to see if maybe he could make his way back to me at that time um but again, he was just still so um, damaged. You know, he had experienced his own wounds from that karmic relationship as well. And so energetically, you know, he just wasn't capable of um, manifesting our union at that time. But what I'm very happy for is that, yeah, you know, like these were all kind of synchronistic things that happened. You know, I had been intending, as I said, for a whole year almost from when he left me until he left her that, you know, he was going to break up with her and she was going to delete this stuff from her page. And she did. Okay. And yes, it did take a long time, but that's the thing about manifestation, right? You 
things don't happen overnight. You know, reality doesn't just, you don't just snap your finger and then all of a sudden, boom, you're in the reality that you want to be in. No, everything has to move and shift around. And this is in alignment with how you are moving and shifting around the energy. Okay. And also like what you're projecting out into the ether. So if you are projecting and knowing that a certain end or certain things are going to happen and you you're constantly projecting it out and believing it, they will absolutely happen, okay? And this is exactly what took place, okay? And these are not the only manifestations that I was able to do during this time, like pertaining to my twin and everything, okay? Another thing that I manifested too, which was so beautiful and so synchronistic, was um, also last year, after my twin had left the first karmic and he was trying to sort of reestablish his independence from her and heal from that relationship and move on and everything, um, his mom was in town. I didn't know this actually, like at the time. I knew that she was coming, but I didn't know that she was still around. Anyways, I was traveling um, to go back to my hometown to visit my family for Christmas. This was in early December, I want to say. And so I remember there was a day... I was lying in my bed. It was a Sunday morning and I was thinking about him and I was just declaring inside of myself and manifesting that I would see him before I left to go to my hometown for Christmas. Okay. And I think I had maybe like um, 10 days left before I was going to leave. And so I was just like, I don't know, you know, how it's going to happen, but I'm going to see him before I leave. Literally, you guys, I opened my eyes and like I opened my eyes from like just meditating on this and declaring this inside of myself to him texting me, asking me if I was busy that day that his mom wanted to meet me. It was crazy. And that is not a coincidence. Okay. And then let me even tell you guys how I know more synchronicities. Okay. That this wasn't a coincidence. So I agreed to go to his house and meet his mom. And um, when I saw her, you know, she and I got along quite well. And he left us alone, maybe for like 15 minutes or so to go and buy something. So when we were talking, she told me this story basically about how she actually manifested him. Like, you know, my twin, she manifested his birth. And... When she told me that story, you guys, I'm not kidding you. I literally almost burst into tears. It was crazy because I was just like, there is no way that I'm over here trying to manifest, you know, a reunion with him. And I was laying down on my bed manifesting, seeing him before I traveled. Next thing you know, that materializes And then I come to his house and then his mom is telling me about how she manifested him as her child. And she, you know, was uh, recounting for me the whole story about how um, she had given birth to his older brother. And then for whatever reason, she wasn't able to get pregnant again and that she wanted to have maybe another boy and another girl. And she went to a pastor and the pastor told her that, you know, if you want to have these children, go out and buy the clothes for the kids that you want to have and give the children names. So she did that, okay? She bought a little dress for a little girl and then she bought, you know, some boy clothes for a little boy and she named 
the children, this these clothes are going to be for my twin and these clothes are going to be for the other little girl that she was going to have, okay? And then lo and behold, she ended up getting pregnant with my twin. And then she told me how, you know, she never ended up having the other child, which she wanted a girl because, you know, her um, her husband, you know, my twin's dad, he has children with multiple women, actually. So I think they kind of felt like, oh, they already had too many kids and it would be too much. So they never ended up having another child. But it's that was just so synchronistic for me, you know, her telling me that. And like I said, I was getting emotional. I was just like, no, you got to control yourself because this lady has no clue about anything that's going on. So (laughs) it was really funny, but again, very synchronistic. Okay. Now, another interesting thing that happened was that, um, you know, I already spoke to you guys about how I had a lot of, you know, premonitory dreams, if you want to call it that. Um, And so I also had two dreams that I can remember about his karmic partner being pregnant. And I remember telling him about one of the dreams that I had. And then I had another one, you know, some months later, I think I had one dream about his first karmic partner being pregnant. And then I had another dream about uh, the karmic partner after that being pregnant as well, I believe. And that actually did happen in real life okay so the first karmic partner she never got pregnant but the karmic that he left oh sorry not the karmic that he left her for but the karmic that he ended up with okay karmic number two that's what i'm gonna call her uh she did end up getting pregnant for him twice actually and having two abortions um you know unfortunately so yeah you know i thought it was very interesting that I had those dreams and it did happen in real life. Um, And finally, guys, in terms of, you know, synchronistic things that happened, sort of confirming for me that, you know, this person really is my twin flame, is that um, there was a day, you know, there were two occasions really where my twin you know, he kind of confirmed for me verbally that, yeah, like, you know, we have a special connection, right? And sometimes it can be easy to um, almost dismiss the connection that you have to this person or feel like, you know, maybe I'm not that special to him or, you know, whatever the case may be, right? Especially if your twin is with other people, it's very easy for you to think that maybe he loves those other people more than he loves you or whatever the case may be, right? And so, Um, I think I may have recounted this for you guys in part four, but there was a day during our separation where, um, my twin had, you know, tried to start, you know, breaking ties with his, uh, his karmic partner. Okay. The karmic number one. And, you know, he reached out to me and then, you know, we ended up meeting up for coffee and that day at the coffee shop, he was really, really destabilized. Like I could tell, you know, he was struggling to, Um, deal with, you know, the attachment that he had for her. And he just wasn't in a good place, you know, mentally and emotionally. So we were sitting there and we were talking and stuff. And I was asking him, you know, kind of like, why does he always come back to me or something along those lines? And, you know, he was just saying that, you know, it doesn't feel the same, like being with other people and that, you know, we just click. And, it was like, yeah, okay, that was really um, 
I don't want to say heartening, but it was like nice for me to hear because, you know, again, sometimes you can feel like maybe it's only me that felt like we had a special connection, right? Um, And of course, there were other times that I mentioned in earlier episodes of this series where, you know, my twin had acknowledged, you know, that it just feels right for us to be together and stuff like that, right? But him acknowledging that is just, again, another sign for me that I wasn't crazy. Like, the connection that we feel, that feels just so right, you know, to be with each other, like, he feels it too. It's just that, again, he's not in a place where he can fully align himself with how he feels because you know the imprint on him is just makes him unstable basically (laughs) okay um so that was one thing and then recently when I saw my twin maybe like a month and a half ago now I want to say almost two months ago he told me again that, you know, he would be lying if he said that I didn't mean anything to him at all, right? And what happened was I was kind of like accusing him of stalking me and he was just had this knee-jerk reaction of like, oh, well, you know what? Like, I would be lying if I said you didn't mean anything to me at all, right? So it's kind of like he doesn't want to fully admit that, yes, I still love you and, you know, I still long for you in some way and I still um look to see what you're doing and whatever right because you're special to me he doesn't want to say that so (laughs) that is his more passive way of saying it but it's almost like a Freudian slip right it's like you don't want to say the truth but the truth is going to come out anyways um so yeah that you know those are just some of the synchronistic things that have sort of happened on my journey so far and I can honestly say that like I said there's more these are just kind of like the major ones that I remember off the top of my head and also there was a lot that was revealed in you know the tarot readings which we'll get into and then how all of that stuff was also confirmed when I spoke to one of my twin flames karmic partners and she confirmed a lot of the stuff in the tarot but me speaking to her also helped me to confirm that yeah you know these other girls that he's been dealing with these people are not special (laughs) okay they're not special in any way there isn't any like deep connection that he has with these people in the same way that he has with me there isn't any love between him and these other people it's all just you know looping karmic patterns really and so um i'll discuss that in those future episodes but you know, that is kind of really what I wanted to share with you guys in this episode, right? And, um, oh, I forgot, actually, you guys, sorry, there's one more. I have a bonus one for you, okay? This is another bonus. Synchronicity, very interesting thing. Also, another confirmation that my twin flame is, in fact, my twin flame, okay? Because, you know, they talk about how twin flames share an energy body with each other, right? And oftentimes people talk about how you can feel your twin, you know, if there's something going on with them and you kind of just know that it's coming from their side uh, on the energetic spectrum, right? So very interestingly, one of the things that I've been doing is engaging with some healers to help my twin clear out some of his dense energy. And it's so funny that I can always feel when the energy healers are working on my twin, I can feel it too. But it's like, 
I know that it's not something that they're doing directly to my energy body. It's almost like I can feel that it's like a shadow of my energy body. It's like, you know, it's like something else that's like tied to me in the background, but I can still feel it. I don't know if that makes any sense, but I thought that was super interesting. And also I always notice like shifts and changes within my twin as well after the healing sessions. So that also tells me that, yes, you know, I'm feeling the healing because I'm energetically connected to this person in some way. And the healing is actually working because I'm noticing changes in him. So yeah, guys, um, like I said, there's so many more things that I could say, you know, kind of synchronistic confirmations and other esoteric things. But I'm going to leave this episode here so it doesn't get too long. And at the end of the day, you guys, you know, once again, I just want to bring it back home to the spiritual nature of this journey. And I just want you guys to remember that, you know, this life, okay, Earth is a video game, okay? And everything going on around us is feedback, okay? And it can help you move forward and progress in this game. And ultimately, you know, learn how to control your avatar, learn how to stabilize yourself, work on your energy so that you can start controlling your experiences in the game, you know, and you can do, you know, trial and error, write journals, reflect on things, but always try to focus on problem solving towards the specific end goal that you're trying to get to, okay, that you feel strongly called to in your heart. That's what this is all about, okay? And so me sharing my journey with you guys, it's like, yeah, all this crazy stuff is happening, right? But I'm not just like sticking to this and doing this because I'm so desperately, insanely love with my twin, in love with my twin and like I can't let go of him. No, you know, I feel that this is deeper than that. You know, there's a strong calling within me to manifest this and to align with this end, Um, And that's why I'm doing what I'm doing, you know, but I'm doing it with this knowing that this life is an illusion and, you know, we're in a game and there are reasons why some of us come into this game to do certain things, you know, to shift things around and materialize certain outcomes and make certain changes. So don't lose sight of that for yourself, you know, and in all in the midst of whatever chaos that you may be going through in your own life on your own journey stay grounded and you know come back into your heart center remember who you really are and why you're here and you know what you're trying to achieve and allow that to be the driving force for you through the chaos okay so that's all I have for you guys today um thank you so much for listening to me for 50 minutes and 45 seconds and I will see you guys in the next episode